Ladies and gentlemen, would you please give a big round of applause and welcome one of Australia's greats, Chris Guccione, joins us today. Say hello to the people over the back here, Chris. What about Daddy Start, huh? Yeah, do you want to do the introduction? Yeah, come on. I mean, you do it, all right. You, you, do you if you, if you want, you can do it. What, what kind of introduction? <laughs> I introduce myself. I'm just kidding with you. Uh, Ubaldo Scanagata, is that the right, the right uh, pronunciation? Ubaldo Scanagata is the right pronunciation. You pronounce it pretty well. Thank you, and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. How are you here in uh, Wimbledon? Well, I'm fine. It's my 45 uh, years in a row. So uh, I started in 74 when Connors beat Roswell. Then I saw the five years that Borg won in a row. Then we saw McEnroe winning three times out of four. Then we saw Bo Becker winning 85 and 86. Cash winning in 87. Then three years with the same three finalists, runner-up uh, Becker and Edberg. Edberg winning 88 and 90. Uh, Becker winning uh, 89, it was uh, his third time. Then we started in 91 with, um, you know, the, the period uh, when uh, Sampras uh, came out and Sampras won seven times. The only time he lost was in 96 when he lost to Krychek. good run it really was I, I just ran into someone that um, just played too good you know and I didn't, I didn't play great but he took advantage of his opportunities and there's some days you, you just have to accept it and, and I'm gonna have to somehow and, and you know I've lost before um, many times and uh, I just it's just tough to swallow uh, so we can go on and on I can remember <laughs> all the finals oh, that's I a good mean, one uh, you know the Swedish uh, legend uh, legendary guy Bjorn Helberg of course, I know. I know that he's sitting he, next to me now. He, he wrote a book uh, yeah. recently, and unfortunately, he's in Swedish, so I cannot understand one <laughs> word. But Bjorn Elberg is a great, uh, great journalist. Uh, of course, he was lucky when uh, Swedish tennis had uh, uh, four players in the top ten, yeah. and uh, many, many Davis Cup won, uh, and there was a, 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 a season when uh, Sweden was. Uh, seven times in a final in Davis Cup, one, one year after the other, whether they were winning or, or losing. And uh, I was in Gothenburg in 84 uh, when uh, Villander wow. and um, 
and Sundström were capable to beat uh, Connors uh, and uh, and Macaro and uh, Arthur Ashe was the captain and I was there with Bud Collins and the m- most uh, prestigious journalist of that time, Rino Tommasi, Gianni Clerici and uh, it was fun. Uh, you know, I enjoyed. You enjoyed Gothenburg. I, I, I enjoyed Gothenburg, even if I remember with Bud Collins, we went to a restaurant <laughs> where where we discovered that they were closing the next day. So when we ordered a turbo fish, <laughs> uh, Bud Collins said it was the time when there was the last tango in Paris. He said this is the last turbo in Gothenburg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're so known. They're known for the fish. In yeah, Gothenburg. they're known for the fish. But yeah, the yeah. restaurant closing the next day was worrying us because <laughs> we say, "My God, is they taking out the fish or the last fish in the fridge?" And then uh, everybody will get poisoned. But luckily, <laughs> it didn't happen. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, so let me tell you, Baldo. You write for uh, Ubi Tennis, obviously. That's Ubi your UbiTennis.com in Italian, UbiTennis.net in English, uh, UbiTennis.s in Spanish. Plus, I have three daily papers. Plus, uh, I write. I also work for a, a radio sports uh, in Italy, 24 hours sports per day. So I'm pretty busy. A lot of work. A lot of work. What would you say uh, has been the biggest change in journalism over the years? In journalism? Well, the fact that the uh, internet came out and destroyed most of the printed papers. I mean, the printed papers are always late. They arrive one day later, uh, and so they are in troubles. That's why they're losing copies. Journalists are, you know, uh, there are more freelancers because they find some jobs with the websites, but the websites don't have much advertising, so it's difficult, f- difficult for them to survive. And recently, it is even more difficult because most people uh, go to the website uh, through the telephones. Yeah. And when you look on the telephone, you don't see the advertising because with one finger, you just keep all the advertising and uh, the advertising are important to sustain so, uh, the, the, the websites so uh, the newspaper are in troubles because they're not updated the website are in troubles because they don't have money enough uh, to, to you know uh, and everything is becoming more expensive see if you want to come to Wimbledon for 15 days 16 days it, it costs you a lot uh, no, uh, if you want to go to Australia it costs you even more how much does it cost for you to be to be here for Wimbledon? Well, that, Two weeks? that depends uh, how good friends I have. <laughs> uh, that, uh, I mean, if I have, if I have uh, some good friends, uh, they may host me, uh, or so you have good or friends? maybe, or maybe, or maybe I can host uh, them when they come to Florence in my town, and so we swap. But uh, so I cannot say That's that good. my, uh, you know, I was able to find for my six uh, contributors here very good. Uh, situations where they were they are paying uh, really I don't say pocket money but almost but oh. if someone comes here for the first time or doesn't have uh, right uh, connections 
you may spend 100 pounds at least uh, per day yeah. uh, if you if you are very careful <laughs> and if you accept uh, also difficult situations so i mean it's, it's not easy you stay here in wimbledon i'm staying in wimbledon because in the in at the beginning of my career when i came 45 years ago uh, i was writing and at nine o'clock in the evening the job was done i could go to watch a musical to to go to theater have dinner with internet you're never done uh, <laughs> at, at yeah. midnight you still are afraid that someone else has a news that you don't have so you have to uh, check all the time it's much more tiring uh, when do you walk home competing uh, co but so you, I, I have a sc scooter I come here with a scooter so I can park uh, just next door. Yeah, I've the seen it on YouTube. You drive yeah. uh, Georgie. Yeah. I've Very good clip. Yeah, yeah. Ho una ragazza qui che non ho mai avuto una ragazza così bella su, su, sulla Vespa, eh? Oh, hai visto che Vespa rossa, ma non è che dobbiamo far vedere solo le gambe di lei, eh? Allora, è stata la protagonista di questo torneo, è arrivata negli ottavi di finale, non la conosceva quasi nessuno. Insomma, una, una, un Wimbledon eccezionale. Ha mi, ha, mi ha detto ora che vorresti comprarti sì, una, una, Vespa. una Vespa per andare a Miami? Sì, certo. Eh. Per la città. Per la città. Ora lei parla sempre pianissimo, qui quindi col rumore non so se sentirete quello che dice. Been driving some players, Santukova, ah. uh, you know, some John McEnroe. Mary Carillo. And a Swedish player? Uh, Swedish player. I have good connection with Bjorn Borg, but, yeah. I, did, but I didn't take him on the motorbike because if <laughs> he drinks too much, he may fall. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, good times, good times. Uh, uh, so let me ask you, do you, uh, this uh, podcast is called The Block Return. Okay. Do you like The Block Return a shot in tennis? Do you think it's underrated? The, the what is the block return when you, you know, when when you stop the the the, the return yes yeah I, yeah the power preserved and you yeah. hit the block return back well today you have to counter punch much more if you block too much the other one is going to kill you so it's uh, uh, I wouldn't advise to do too many <laughs> block returns I would say you better try to attack even if you may m make more mistakes and force errors. But you have to take chances. Today, you cannot afford to play just defensive. Like Federer? Well, like Federer, but Federer is a genius. He's, um, uh, he's someone, a maestro. Some, he's, he's someone uh, that you know you cannot describe. I mean, it's uh, if you think that uh, in the women tennis, uh, in this Wimbledon, eight out of the top ten lost. Yeah, and we are not yet in the second week. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, uh, while the men, you see Nadal and Feder, that they lose seven, eight games uh, per match, and they don't lose a set. Feder has won 26 sets in a row in this tournament, and now he's probably winning more. So he is uh, of another planet. Do you think that's good for men's tennis, or is it bad? No, it is good. It is good because even. Uh, uh, Someone who couldn't care less about tennis knows who is Federer. 
and yeah. uh, they are fascinated by him, the fact that he speaks all this the languages. So this means that uh, we are doing uh, live uh, from Wimbledon, <laughs> so they c you can hear yeah, that yeah, Gorgeous yeah. has been called in a press conference. We're not lying or so anything. So we're not lying. We are not uh, hidden in the toilet <laughs> uh, somewhere. Uh, so what I'm saying is that uh, um, well, Federer and Nadal brings a lot to this sport because they are two rivals but two friends at the same time. It's like a little bit like the old Australians who were capable to fight uh, uh, like dog and cat on court but then they were friends, they could go and drink a beer together and that was uh, beautiful and I think uh, it's great that still you know, Nadal and Federer are able to exchange uh, evenings and so on. As usual, we can take English questions first. We've got a packed room, so we may not be able to get to everyone. I'll get to as many as we can. First of all, congratulations. I don't know if you have to congratulate more because of your win or for the $300 million that your parents <laughs> are making with Uniqlo until you're 47 years old. So I hope I meet you. Okay. It's good you know my contract. Uh, <laughs> or you have no clue and you're just saying something. So, no, but uh, yeah, I'm very happy on both ends. Absolutely. I'm. Um, Happy to be back at Wimbledon. I uh, was able, really able to enjoy the match out there because, uh, you know, I got off a good start. And when you get off a good start in set one and two, um, you're able to just enjoy the moment more than when you're struggling early on. You know, especially at the tournament, like I explained yesterday, there's always pressure and nerves when you go into a first round. And also, I was excited to to wear Uniqlo today. I must tell you, it's been a long time coming, and uh, um, I was. Very, I felt very good out there, and it's uh, also crucial to play well, uh, so it was helpful. Uh, you're asking players a lot of questions. How, how important is I that? I don't like uh, to ask a lot of questions. I ask one good one question. question, but you one ask one good question. But I mean, uh, there are yeah, some I'm journalists joking. who are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> no, it's uh, okay. Yeah, uh, well, you know, if uh, everyone is saying that, uh, uh, like the other day, Federer has got probably $300 million for 10 years contract with N with the Uniqlo everybody is is talking about that and yeah. then nobody dares to ask him in the press conference i said why not i said look are you are you more should we congratulate you for the win of today or for you getting 300 dollars for 10 years so you get them until you're 47 years old so I think, and he laughs, yeah. he, he, uh, <laughs> and I have good relations with all players because they, kn they know I'm straight. I, I ask uh, direct questions and uh, we have to take ourselves easy, not uh, have a big get. Uh, nobody's too important. That's they true. They, they shouldn't be considered too important and we don't have to consider ourselves too important either. There was a press conference with Venus Williams and you, I think you asked her if she was bored or something, if she yeah, wants well, to get out of there. Well, yeah, because sometimes she comes and she says banal things that, yeah. uh, like, uh, if she's, you know, uh, if she only dreams about getting out of the press conference. So I just ask her, if you want to go out, go out. I mean, don't <laughs> stay here. For, I mean, she has to give uh, uh, answers that nobody cares. Just don't. What is your routine uh, and does it stay the same 
leading up to a match? I just try to be ready on time so no one's upset. <laughs> and that's about it. Nothing special. Is it, is it very boring for you to answer all our questions? Because sometimes you have the feeling that you would love to leave. Yeah, you know, I have other stuff I need to do, like get ready for the next match. <laughs> but I just keep it real, you know? So if you, you like it or love it, it's just real. Which player do you think is most uh, talkable on tour? Talkable, what do you mean? To... That you you'd like to go out for dinner or, or what? No, Men I mean to the women, to first to of all. <laughs> 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 to, to <laughs> that was a good one. To journalists uh, that are open to journalists and and yeah, like to uh, speak to freely. Media. Well, I mean, there were some players. Ivan Izevic was great. Goran Ivanisevic has been probably the best ever. Number one, number two, and number three always Ivan Izevic. Yeah. Then number four maybe um, Andy Roddick was okay. Also, quite sense of humor, especially when he had won. Not too much when he had <laughs> lost. Uh, uh, Marat Safin was very good too. Uh, well, Jimmy Connors was sometimes a little bit arrogant, depending if he had won or lost again. Uh, yeah. Federer, uh, you can say? Well, Is Federer, he that open? Federer, Federer has improved a lot. He's Swiss, yeah. so he, he's always very neutral. So he's very careful. I mean, he, he, he knows what he's saying. He knows what he's saying, yeah. uh, but before he was more, let's say, scared to say something wrong. Now, of course, he's more confident. He's self-confident. He knows what he, he can say, whatever he wants. Uh, Nadal is very clever. Nadal always gives you a clever answer. He's someone who likes to think uh, before he talks. Uh, and also Djokovic. Yeah. I mean, uh, these are uh, all players. Th these players, uh, these unbelievable fab, fab Four, are unbelievable because not only they're great players, but they're also great human beings uh, in the sense that they're able to talk uh, they don't say silly, th uh, they don't say stupid things, they, I mean, uh, and they had a lot of pressure, they had uh, uh, sometimes difficult moments, injuries, uh, and they honestly are good examples for, for the young uh, kids and uh, what they did in this last decade is unbelievable, I mean, yeah. never tennis has been dominated by the same four people all, all this time, even if I personally think that Murray is one step lower than the other three. Uh, of course, there were times where Roswell and Laver were fantastic, or Hod, Hod maybe one, just Bjorn one year. Beyond Borg, of course. Some on certain surfaces, some others in, uh, on other. Uh, you know, at that time, uh, there were three slams out of four were on grass which helped uh, maybe some specialist of the grass court to win more. Uh, can you imagine if three slams out of four were on clay? Nadal would have uh, 40, 40 slams today instead of 20 or 17 yeah. or 18 <laughs> or whatever. So, you know, it's uh, but change. There, there are changes, but it's fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I still enjoy watching tennis. And Ubaldo Scanagata, a remarkable 
Italian journalist for how many years? How, many, how long have you been in business, tennis business? Ah, I cannot remember. Too many. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> 40, 43 Wimbledon in a row. 43 and a half, because also the Olympic uh, Wimbledon of Murray. All right. So 43. That's a lot. It's a lot. So you have known Fabio Fonini for how long? Because shouldn't he be able to explain this guy That's better than I anybody? That's what I said to him yesterday, Mary. So explain he's, him he's to me. He's the only one no, who can no, explain. Not even Flavia Penetta can explain uh, uh, Fabio Fonini. <laughs> That's, yesterday, That's his wife. Yesterday, yes, the wife, uh, she said, uh, sometimes he behaves like an idiot. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, this is, all right, this is Fabio being, how can we say it about He's being, what, Italian? He's being, what, he talks, he, and we're playing Italian music, by the way. Way, you should know yeah. as this is going on. I mean, what is he? What is he like? I don't know. I mean, what? he's entertaining most of the time. But what is he doing out there? Is he? Is he crazy? Is he smart? What is he like? In you know, when you've known him forever. Yeah. Well, what what the he seems on court is not exactly what he's is outside of the court. What is but, he like that I don't understand? Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, I must say that as an Italian, I don't like very much. Uh, uh, his outfit. I mean, <laughs> 10,000 colors. I mean, it's like Harlequin, okay. you know? I mean, it is, it is I, like a Harlequin, yes, yeah, a clown. Yeah, yeah. You have Fabio Fonini, the yeah, great. Fabio Fonini. What can you say about him? Uh, what, uh, well, I can say that he... How much if, time do we have? That if he had, if he had a head, <laughs> he would be a great player. Unfortunately, he plays with the arm, with the, with the quickness of his foot. Yeah. Uh, Incredibly talented, yes. but the head sometimes is there, sometimes is not. Has he ever been pissed off on you? Because you're from Italy, you're a journalist, you write about tennis. Of course, yeah? like Borg was uh, pissed off with the uh, Swedish yeah, yeah. journalist. He was. Like Noah has been pissed off with the French journalist. Like uh, almost all players have troubles with their own country countrymen. Why and, do you think that? It's very simple. Well, because sometimes you have to criticize them. Yeah. And it's your job. Are, and when they are stars, I mean, they like, uh, especially those people who always say, oh, how good you are, oh, you're better than God. But that's uh, not the real journalism, is it? I know, but yeah. uh, the journalists, that's why the journalists have di normally difficult okay. relationship with uh, players of their own country. But it's normal. I mean, uh, a, a good journalist cannot be great, great friend no. of a, of a player. Great. Because if not, he wouldn't be objective. Uh, unless a player is very intelligent. If the player is very intelligent, then he would accept, even if you criticize him. But not many players are so intelligent. It's a good point. Okay. Uh, we're, I'm gonna I'm leave ready, you. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I have to write, uh, I'm almost on a deadline. Last question, sorry, Mr. Ubaldo. Uh, greatest match you have ever seen? Oh my God! Before we go, uh, um, look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are. This is a question that I'm not time. going to answer. I'm not going to answer. Uh, Paul yeah, Maker only 1980. You want to have me? I don't know. Maybe we can do it another time. No worries. I could see. I could talk about so many. That, I mean, uh, Nadal, Federer in uh, 2008. Uh, you were there t ten years ago. What? Nadal, you saw the match. Yeah, of course I saw yeah. the match. If I'm here for 45 <laughs> years, do you think I don't watch the final? What kind of question? You're not going to be a good journalist if you ask sorry, this question. Sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll cut it. Uh, you have to guess a song, uh, Mr. Baldo. Yeah, what? You have to pick a song that I will play. I, you want me to pick a song? Yeah, uh, you can I'll say it and I will cut it in. A song could be one of the Coldplay. I like very much the Coldplay. And uh, <laughs> a good song is uh, uh, The Scientist.
That's a very okay. good song. Okay. Thank you very much, Ubaldo. Thank you. Ciao. Thank you. Ciao.